Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Living life as a gringo Where you question where you fit And every time you mingle They say you do this with not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos, of course Hope y'all had an incredible weekend And had an incredible Halloween I uh, didn't do much We had my mom's birthday over the weekend She was actually born on Halloween Her birthday's on Halloween um, so we, we had a nice little dinner with the fam, which was amazing. I went and bought myself a bunch of Halloween candy and I just kind of kicked it at my house with my, my girl and we, we just relaxed, which was really nice. So nothing too exciting on my end. Uh, it's definitely been interesting, uh, you know, last year and this year to not be out there in the clubs DJing all weekend long. Um, but I gotta say it's a nice, a nice little break. I did dip off and do a, a little, uh, party on friday but nothing nothing too crazy uh usually my my schedule would have been booked up like all weekend long just djing party after party so it's nice to kind of be in a different place in my life where i get to kind of take a little bit of a break and a breather and just make time for myself um so that's been really nice i'm excited for today's show because i actually had to give a big shout out to um one of uh one of our listeners at bren j life coaching um who's always super active and giving me her feedback which i genuinely appreciate uh, she had a really good suggestion for a topic for today's show, and, and I'm and I'm taking it. And that is doing an episode about Dia de los Muertos. And she brought up a good point, especially kind of coming off this this year that where we are with the pandemic and man, so much loss of life and and so much, I guess, um, man, uh, uh, such a reminder, I should say, of like our own mortality here on this planet. It almost feels like this holiday is is, is kind of uh, more relevant than ever. And if anybody's not familiar, we'll kind of dive into what exactly Dia de los Muertos uh, is, because it's not Halloween. Uh, it's actually a, a separate holiday with a, a separate meaning and, and purpose. And it's a uh, Mexican uh, multi-day festival with it actually ending uh, today. So it felt fitting to do this episode. Great suggestion. So thank you so much for that. And man, death is, is something that I'm, I'm becoming very much aware of the older I get. 
And uh, if you follow me on YouTube, you know I've spoken about this when it just comes to, man, cherishing time with the people that I love and my parents specifically, you know, as, as they get older and realizing, you know, um, they're not going to be here forever, you know? So so it's important to make the most of, of your time with them and, and carve out, you know, time to, to spend with them and the people that you love. Um, so I want to kind of touch on, on all that kind of stuff because it's definitely something that's been super close to to my heart. Um, as of late, you know, these these last couple of years, especially, I mean, really this last year, especially has kind of uprooted the entire way that I think and, and, and view life um, when it comes to how I spend my time and the balance that I'm, I'm forever trying to kind of find. So we'll get into that. And, and also just kind of um, the idea of, of stoicism and uh, the term memento mori, which essentially is like the, the reflection on, on mortality. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into all that. And of course, I'll, I'll ask y'all if you've had some experiences um, or thoughts as it relates to death and how it's affected how you kind of move in this life in our Ask a Gringo segment. But before that, let's kind of do a bit of a deep dive into Dia de los Muertos and also some of these kind of stoic concepts I've been kind of, um, you know, adapting uh, as of late. And of course, we'll do all that in a segment we call For the People in the Back. Say a lot for the people in the back. All right, so let's kind of just quickly start off with like what exactly this Dia de los Muertos or Day of the Dead holiday is. And and um, it's a two-day holiday that reunites the living and the dead. Families create ofrendas or offerings to honor the departed family members that have passed. These altars are decorated with bright yellow marigold flowers, photos of the departed, and the favorite foods and drinks of the ones being honored. And by the way, I got this from dayofthedead.holiday. And um, they go on to say the offerings are believed to encourage visits from the land of the dead as the departed souls hear their prayers, smell their foods and join in on the celebrations. It says uh, many of us see death as a sad event, but those who celebrate the Dia de los Muertos or Day of the Dead view death as a welcome part of life. This is why you will see brightly colored skeletons and skulls everywhere during the holiday. They're often even seen smiling as a friendly nod to death, even mocking death. This view of death began way back during the one-month Aztec festival where they celebrated the dead and paid homage to the Lady of Death. And I wish I could pronounce this. I, I don't even know if I should butcher this. Mictlan Chihuatl. And I'm sorry if I butchered that. Uh, who protected their departed loved ones and helped them in the afterlife. And there's actually an article from We Are Me Too that I, I saw about uh, about the holiday. And it was actually talking about it from like a mental health perspective. And they had an interview with the, a clinical psychologist, Eric Arturo Escando Perez. And he was kind of just giving his perspective on how this is sort of a, a healthy thing for our mental well-being um, and kind of how this reframe happens with this holiday. And he says, uh, quote, death is no longer seen as a catastrophic event. So we give ourselves permission to be happy, to eat chocolate skulls and remember beautiful memories. For this reason, the altars are made with the foods and drinks or things that the person liked. And then he goes on to kind of say, like the human tendencies that we all sort of have when it comes to death, uh, says, quote, it is very difficult to face emotions and reality. So we avoid talking about death and we make it a taboo subject, especially with older adults, even when they themselves express that they feel near to death. And I have to say, I love that this holiday, Dia de los Muertos, is about celebrating, right? Like it's not about being sad and mourning the people um, that you no longer have with you in life, but instead 
celebrating, cherishing, and remembering the time that you had together, you know? Um, because I, I think at the end of the day, like if you were given the choice, right? If you were given like the choice of like, okay, you could never meet this loved one for like in your entire life. Like say it's, you know, you you lost um, a cousin or something like that you were very close with uh, and you were given an option, you know, to say, okay, you can either have this cousin, but they're going to die in this way and you're going to end up going through this mourning process or that cousin can never be born and you'll never have any experiences with them, but you'll never have to suffer the pain of their of losing them. I would guess that most people would say, give me the the choice that actually allows me to have had those memories with them, right? Like it's worth all the suffering. It's worth all the mourning as long as I got to create and have those incredible memories uh, with that person, right? And that's something to celebrate. And of course, like we'd love to have the people that we love in our lives, like be with us for the entirety of our existence on this planet. That would be an incredible thing and that we wouldn't have to feel the the suffering, you know, um, of of losing somebody incredibly close to us. But there's such a beautiful thing about having been able to spend time and connected with another human being, you know, regardless of how long that time period was, um, if it was shorter than what we would have hoped, uh, you know, the fact that we have these memories that we can go back to in our head that make us feel some sort of emotion, you know, that make us laugh, you know, or even make us cry. You know, the fact that our experience with with someone in our life was, was so grand um, that they can the very thought of them can just evoke an emotion. And, you know, I think it's such such a beautiful thing. And obviously, it's easier said than done, especially when it's fresh. Um, but I think that any time that we get to spend with anybody that we genuinely care about is truly a blessing and it's something to be to be celebrated. And then even on the topic of like death serving as a reminder to make the most of your life. That's something that came to my mind, you know, especially I mean, man, this this last year with with COVID and and the amount of people that are no longer with us. I mean, I would say we're all probably you're very lucky and you're in the minority if you haven't been affected in some way as far as somebody, you know, passing away from it at this point, you know um with covid not kind of touching your doorstep and it is just like such a really crazy reminder of how precious and fragile life on this on this planet really is and how important it is to make the most of, of that time you know with your with yourself and, and doing all the things you want to do but also cherishing and prioritizing the people that you love i mean i think we've seen over this last year so many people sort of reevaluate what their work-life balance was you know and and change that you know, look we're seeing people quitting their jobs left and right and and pushing for you know more comfortable jobs that allow them more time with the people they love you know um i, I think that there there definitely has been a bit of an awakening you know to what really is is important in this life i think that you can't avoid the idea of like thinking about death and i think it's actually unhealthy to just, just sit here and pretend like it doesn't exist you know i think that there's a healthy way to use it i think as like a motivation and almost like a guidance of how you want to live your life, you know? And that's actually brings me to the concept of a uh, memento mori. And I've gotten this from, from Ryan Holiday, who I, I believe I've mentioned on the podcast a couple of times. He writes some really incredible books on like stoicism and how to apply them into everyday life. But um, the idea of, of memento mori, the, the ancient practice of reflection on mortality, you know? And, and I, I pulled a couple of things. He had written a blog post about it on uh, dailystoic.com. And he has a quote from Seneca, uh, and it says, uh, let us prepare our minds as if we'd come to the very end of life. Let us postpone nothing. Let us balance books each day. 
the one who puts the finishing touches on their life each day is never short of time. And it's essentially, you know what he says, let let us balance life's books each day. You know, like the one who puts the finishing touches on their life each day is never short of time. It's like ending each day with a period. You know what I mean? Like not allowing yourself to be, to say, oh, okay, I'll, I'll just do that tomorrow. Like don't put things off tomorrow that could be done today. You know, like live, live like if today was genuinely your final day on this earth, like how would you have ended it? You know, and that's living each day that way. And then Ryan goes on to say in the blog post, it is reminders like this one that we desperately need in our own lives. A thought or an idea that we'd rather ignore. Do everything to avoid and pretend it's not true. More often, our ego runs away from anything that reminds us of the reality that sits at odds with the comfortable narrative we have built for ourselves. Or we are simply petrified to look at the facts as they are. And there is one simple fact that most of us are utterly scared to meditate, reflect on, and face head on. We are going to die. Everyone around us is going to die. And I know that sounds incredibly, incredibly heavy. And he goes on to explain what he means by this. He says, meditating on your mortality is only depressing if you miss the point. It is, in fact, a tool to create priority and meaning. It's a tool that generations have used to create real perspective and urgency to treat our time as a gift and not waste it on the trivial and vain. Death doesn't make life pointless, but rather purposeful. And fortunately, we don't have to nearly die to tap into this. A simple reminder can bring us closer to living the life we want. It doesn't matter who you are or how many things you have left to be done. A car can hit you in an intersection and drive your teeth into the back of your skull. That's it. It could all be over today, tomorrow, someday soon. The Stoic finds this thought invigorating and humbling. And he's a bit more graphic than I probably would be, but shit, what he's saying is true, though. Like, it all could really be over tomorrow. I mean, I, I hate to to say this, you know, but as you're listening to this, there's somebody out there right now taking their last breaths. And I'm sure they would give anything to have just a few more minutes on this earth doing the things that they love, spending time with their loved ones. But yet there's so many of us who will take today for granted, right? We'll forget the blessing that today is. Even if it's a stressful day, even if your boss is, is riding your ass today, even if you're you know, struggling in some sort of way, mentally, financially, whatever the case may be, like you still have a leg up on that person that is literally taking their last breath right now in this moment. And not to say that your problems aren't real, that your feelings aren't real, but you still have something to cherish. Like you still have something that that is a value and that is your life. Like you still have it. If you're hearing my voice right now, you are still enjoying the greatest gift that has ever been bestowed to man and that is life. So so what are you going to do with that gift? And that's essentially what they're talking about. Like use that as motivation, like the fact that I never know when my last day, my last hours on this earth will be. So I need to make the most of the time in between, right? I think that I've always kind of had that mindset when it comes to my career. I've never had a problem sacrificing everything for my career and and working myself, you know, to exhaustion because I didn't want to waste the moment with possibly setting up my career. But definitely when it comes to my family. That has always been a bit of an issue. I, I, I've definitely taken the people closest to me for granted. And it's something I've been been working on for sure over the course of, of this last year. And that actually takes us into the Mijente segment of the show. I, I kind of want to highlight a podcast that I was reminded of, of uh, yesterday morning that was with Will Smith. And it was an interview he did on Jay Shetty's podcast. And he was talking about his time that he spent with his father 
on his deathbed. I want to get into that and give you a bit of insight on how I've kind of like had this mindset shift when it comes to my parents and the people that I love and, and how I've may really tried to make them a priority in my life right now, you know? Um, so I want to get into all that. Um, we'll do that in the Mijente segment. But first, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. All right, so I had I'd heard this podcast. Um, I don't even know. It was a few months ago, and uh, and it, then it randomly popped up on like my YouTube algorithm, and I decided to to kind of rewatch it again because Will Smith to me is like one of those people that just has so much so much game that you can learn from. Uh, and this was a particularly great interview on, on Jay Shetty's podcast. I highly recommend jay shetty's podcast if you haven't uh checked out yet. i think it's called on purpose but he was talking to will smith and it was something that touched close to home for me because i actually i'd actually recently put out a youtube video talking about this but during the hurricane you know that ransacked basically a lot of my house i couldn't stay here for a few weeks at first when i couldn't stay at my house for that time and i had, was displaced I had to stay at my parents i was obviously frustrated because this is where i work out of this is where i create and, and also my routine, you know, I, I love having my my normal routine in my own home, sleeping in my own bed, just like anybody else. Then I realized and, and kind of flipped the the script on that mindset was like, man, I'm so grateful I got to spend that time with my parents. You know what I mean? Like every day sitting there with them, having a meal, you know what I mean? Having conversations with them um, and, and getting to just kind of be around them for that time. You know, it, it was something that like I just was able to be very present to the fact that I was so grateful for that. You know, my, my parents just going to be also are getting up there 
and age, you know, every day we're all aging a little bit. You don't know how much time you have left with people. Um, and definitely, I think over the course of this year, we can talk about COVID and, and everything like that. You, you realize what's important. And um, I think for me coming to the realization that I wasn't prioritizing the the people around me, you know, my, my actual loved ones, you know, I was taking them for granted, um, you know, and, and kind of telling myself that, you know, once I develop my career and establish it, then I can go back and, and spend that time with them. And I'm blessed that to a degree that that worked kind of to to plan. But like, I don't know if I would have been able to live with myself if something would have happened to somebody close to me and I was taking them for for granted, you know. Uh, and not carving out that that time for them because I was too interested in developing my career. And I'm blessed again that, you know, I got to kind of have that realization and make up for lost time. But I'll be real with you guys. When I was, you know, living in, in my apartment uh, right outside of, uh, of New York, like I was still only like 45 minutes away from my parents. But I would maybe go back, you know, once a month to to visit them or, or something like that, you know. And granted, I was I was very busy, but there were definitely times where I could have stopped by for dinner. I could have stopped by to visit them and just said hi and 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 done that kind of thing. But I didn't, you know. I was I was too busy in the life, and you know, making time for other shit that really didn't matter all that much. And I'm so grateful that I was able to get that wake up call, um, and and that the world kind of shut down. That I was able to get this clarity of of what really was important in my life. And now I see my parents, you know, a couple of times a week. And it, and it really is a blessing. And, and it's definitely been something that's been on my mind and, and something I'm being very conscious of. And that interview Will Smith definitely touched nerve kind of to where I'm at right now, where he was talking about uh, basically his father had been given six weeks to live. And that that process completely changed him and his father's relationship because he didn't take any second he had with his dad for granted. And he basically talked about how the first six weeks, they just hashed out any issues that they had, right? Like they just talked it all out. And then his dad ended up going on to live three months after that. And after they had hashed out all their issues, Will just said he basically they, they, they spent and cherished every day that they had together as if it was their last one. You know, when they when they said goodbye to each other, it was like they made sure to say a really just a really good goodbye, you know, like really just cherish that moment and be present to it because it could be the last goodbye. And he just talks about how he can feel so much at peace with his father's death because he knows that they truly made the most of all the time that they had together. Like they really were present to their time together, you know? Uh, and I just thought that was such a beautiful thing. And it's something that like I've been trying to be really conscious of, you know, when I leave my parents to make sure I, I give them a good hug or um, when I get off the phone with them to make sure I, I say, I love you, you know, and try to keep that in mind. Like if this was in fact the last time that you, got to speak to them, you know, uh, would you be happy with the way that you were on the phone with them? And, and I'm not, listen, I'm not perfect. There's days when I'm, I'm stressed out at work and, you know, I'm, I'm really short, you know, with people on the phone and things like that. And I, I just am so, you know, like anybody else inundated with everything that's happening in life. And uh, I don't have much patience, you know, so I'm still a work in progress, but I'm proud of the fact that those are things I'm checking myself on and that I'm making sure I'm trying to correct that, you know, that regardless of what I have going on in my life, I take a deep breath and say, you know what, let me try and be very present to what's going on, uh, you know, in this phone call, in this meal that I'm sharing with my parents. And again, I'm not perfect at it. Uh, I, I still have a lot of a lot of work to do to be fully present with certain interactions, you know, and uh, and I'm definitely, you know, a work in progress. But I just think it's funny, myself included, how we 
as human beings take for granted the most precious things in our lives, right? Like we take for granted the people that are closest to us. They're often the ones that bear the brunt of our frustrations of, you know, man, just basically seeing the worst of us, right? Like whoever our partner is, our family, like they're the ones that see us at our worst and, and we we give them the worst of us, you know what I mean? Because that's the safe place to kind of, I guess, let out those versions of ourselves. And then we like, you know, save the best version of ourselves for like the office, you know what I mean? Like we're giving the best version of ourselves to the people at the office because you don't want to come across in a certain way, which obviously understandable, but I just think it's ironic how, how kind of that works out. And then even like the idea of time, right? Like time is the greatest resource on planet earth. Like time is priceless, right? But that's the thing we're all so quick to give up. You know, we time spent scrolling on Instagram and instead of, you know, utilizing it for something productive or utilizing it to maybe call somebody that we love and catch up with them or spend some time with somebody that we love. And I bring that up to kind of tie together the two things we're talking about, whether it be the idea of a mental mori and understanding that tomorrow is not promised. So you need to make the most of the moment right now. And then also bringing up this podcast that with Will Smith, you know, making sure that you're giving the best of yourself in every human interaction that you have, especially, especially to the people that are that are closest to you that you care about the most in this world. And not to say you can't be vulnerable with people and you can't let them in. Of course, your loved ones, that, that's what you want. That's the idea of, of having people in your life that you love and that you can trust. But also not just saving the worst for them, but also saving your best for them, you know? And also even in your worst moments when you're not feeling like yourself, making sure that the people that are closest to you always know where they stand, like how much you actually care about them, right? Like that they never have to question how you feel about them. And that should be the goal that even in your worst moments, they know that this person truly cares about them, you know, and that even in your worst moments, you're able to express that and, and make the most of your interaction you're having with them. I think that's the ultimate, ultimate goal. And that's kind of like some of the takeaways of, of I've been getting when it comes to this conversation with Will Smith. And again, that's the beauty of death. It can serve as a great reminder of what the fuck is actually important and knowing that your time here and the people that you care about, their time is is not guaranteed. So you need to be present to making it as incredible as it possibly, you know, could be. And on that note, let's let's hear from y'all. Of course, uh, as we always do on Instagram, I put out different questions, different feelers on the topics that we're talking about so y'all can get involved in the uh, in the conversation. So we'll do that in our Ask a Gringo segment. But first, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. 
So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Ask um, which anybody new here at DJ Dramos on Instagram, I always ask a question to get y'all involved in the conversation. This week I asked, does the idea of death affect you slash has someone's death made you different? I'm going to go through a few of these. Let me see. Uh, at Marcelo031588 said, my mom's death, as painful as it still is, forced me to live truly and not just exist. And that's beautiful. My condolences to you. But I think to be able to take away something like that, um, those words right there are so important to live truly and not just exist. Right. Because there's so many of us that go through life every day, man, just going through the fucking motions, you know, and and not not really living, you know, not really feeling at all. You know, I mean, so many people who just like live for the weekends, right, who, who Monday through Friday are miserable at their job. You know, driving to work, coming home from work, at work, all day, Monday through Friday. And the the only thing they have to look forward to is is the weekend, right? Those two days off, and then that's it. And it's back to Monday through Friday being a robot and just going through the motions. And listen, I'm not judging anybody who has a nine to five. We, we, you know, shit, you need to put food on the table. I get it. But there's definitely got to be an other answer than just kind of mindlessly going through your days, living just for that weekend. I mean, I saw it as a DJ where you basically could see like, People lived for that Friday night, that Saturday night out at the club. You know what I'm saying? Like they hated their life otherwise, but like their only time to really enjoy life was that Friday or Saturday at the club. And I think it always just served as a reminder to me, like, I don't want my life to be that way. You know, I don't want me to just kind of be trying to get through uh, each day to to make it through the, to the weekend. You know what I mean? It just to me was a terrible way to live. And I'm, man, it's, it's a blessing to, to be able to recognize that you really want to truly live and, and not just exist as you said so salute to you at cross underscore soul said uh it used to terrify me but now i use it as a way to push forward i want to leave a legacy for my kid that's beautiful and i think that's the idea of memento mori um it, it is using it as a motivation you know to to not leave anything on the table and that's what's just beautiful about it at Gabby underscore 001 said, uh, death of my father showed me the value of time. Don't give it to everyone as I can't get it back. Absolutely. Man, like I said, time is is probably one of the most valuable assets, if not the most um, you know, important one. And it's one of the ones we all take for granted the most, probably. But it's true. You know, time spent doing things that you don't care about with people that you don't care about, you know. Um, 
that's just wasted and you'll you'll never get that back and and again there are people fighting for their lives right now as you listen to this who would give anything for for some more some more time you know so to think that we all tend to waste it on things that don't really matter um is really sad and it's definitely something i try to be conscious of at um Nicolosa underscore Vega sent me a dope quote that I wanted to read. And it's a quote by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. And it, it touched me when I came to this stuff. It was, um, quote, the reality is you will grieve forever. You will not get over the loss of a loved one. You will learn to live without it. You will heal and you will rebuild yourself around the loss you have suffered. You will be whole again, but you will never be the same again. Nor should you be the same, nor should you want to. And, and I guess the idea of, of that is that we should be learning from all these different experiences in our lives, right? And and we shouldn't be the same person after they happen. Um, and not to say that we should be like this depressed shell of ourselves, but more so it should be a reminder that we we use that these moments that we have here are, are incredibly precious and we need to treat them as such. And the last one I want to read here, um, at Mikey YW718 said, um, yes, it has. I look at life different. Money definitely don't mean what it used to and i love that man and i, I kind of think that as a generation we're moving into that phase where it's not about making as much money as you possibly can at any expense it's more so making money doing things that make you happy right and and maybe making a little bit less money but in return you're, you're doing something that genuinely makes you happy and that's what i love like for me i don't have this goal of living in some gigantic mansion i want to live in a nice house that i i love and has character to it but more so it's when i write down my goal list like as much as i joke and like like oh i want to buy like this apartment in soho it's a multi-million dollar apartment um as much as i joke about that like the reality is i just want the freedom to to spend time with the people that i love to be able to create as i see fit and to you know connect with others and hopefully inspire others um to to be the best version of themselves like that's what i want my life to be and my goal is to be able to put food on the table doing so and that's that you know that's what's important i can make it a lot more money doing other things but i also want to be happy and money alone does not make me happy you know money is is probably fourth or fifth on that list of things that you know make me happy from from a job you know or the priorities of my job so i, I love that you have that that mindset as well and man i appreciate y'all for for sharing that i got a lot of really just really touching dms i wish i had time to read all of them but I appreciate y'all for sharing your stories with me and being so uh, vulnerable as usual. Again, at DJ Drombos on Instagram if you want to be a part of the conversations. And with that said, man, let's get into some conclusion stew. Time for conclusion stew. All right, so this has been a, I don't want to say it's been a heavy conversation, but it's definitely like even the word death just like feels weird to say even when you're trying to think about it in a in a positive sense. I mean, but um, even let's just think about Dia de los Muertos. I mean, they they purposely, you know, this this holiday is purposely celebrated not to be one of mourning, but one of celebration, one of of partying. You know what I mean? And, and like celebrating the life of somebody and and making sure you share memories of them and and you know make their favorite foods and drinks and dress up and and the skulls are smiling and all that kind of stuff. And and to me, I think when I when I kind of try to apply that to like real life and what that means, um. I look at my own life and I look at some of the people that have had the biggest impact on me. And one of the losses that I still mourn to this day is, is my grandmother, who I lost when I was incredibly young. You know, I, I was in elementary school 
when, when my grandmother passed away and she was, you know, my best friend. And it's still a wound that is still sore till this day, you know, decades later. Um, but at the same time, I am so, so grateful for the time that I got to spend with her, you know, because those memories that I have with her still bring a smile on my face till this day, you know, and and some of the lessons that she taught me, you know, undoubtedly have shaped me into the man that I am today. And, and I think that's the idea of like celebrating somebody's life as opposed to mourning it. You know what I mean? Like being able to celebrate the impact that another human being had on our life, you know, and, and the idea of how beautiful that is that, you know, somebody's time on this planet left such an impact on us that we feel it in our, our bones, you know, and that that to me is the ultimate goal, you know, when it comes to my life, you know, I hope that when my day comes, when my number is called that I left a life worth celebrating, you know, I, I left a life that impacted people and, and made them feel good, you know, and, and, and gave them something that they can go pass on to, to somebody else, you know, and, and, um, and that's the beauty of, of celebrating somebody's life uh, as opposed to, you know, completely mourning their death. It's as difficult as it is, obviously, but I think there is something um, beautiful to say that this person really made something of their time on this earth. I think there's just something so, man, incredible about that. And then also just touching on the mental Mori stuff that I was talking about, where you use death as your inspiration for like never leaving anything on the table. You know, um, I, I kept kind of touching on this, but like, man, the things that we as humans take for granted in this life are literally like the most priceless things. And that is our loved ones. And that is our time. And that's why I love that interview with Will Smith, where he talks about his dad, because the fact that he knew his dad didn't have much time left here on this earth allowed him to not take for granted his father and allowed him to not take for granted every single conversation and interaction that they had. And I'm genuinely getting choked up even just talking about that because that's such a beautiful concept, you know, to be fully present in that moment with somebody that you love. Like there's something just so incredible about that. That's what I'm striving, you know, to get to that place, you know, in, in life that it doesn't take somebody being near death for me to be that present with them, you know? And again, it's been something I've been striving to do with my parents and and always making sure that I, I express them how I feel about them and, and just valuing the time that we have together and cherishing it, you know, but but definitely, man, I think being present to the people you love and, and never taking any of those moments you have with them for granted is is what it's all about. And then obviously time, right? Like, again, a stark reminder, somebody took their last breaths while you've been listening to this podcast. And I hate to keep saying that, but I, I think it's just important to drill that in your head that like, it's a blessing. It's a blessing that you had the whatever it is, 45 minutes to listen to this podcast, whatever it ends up being like that. That's such a blessing that you had here on this earth and that you continue to have time on this earth to spend with the people that you love, you know, and, and it's important that we we treat time like the priceless commodity that it actually is and stop giving it to people and to companies and to things that really don't matter and that don't actually appreciate it and that don't actually give us something of equal value in return like it's so cliche but like you're not guaranteed to wake up like to your alarm clock tomorrow morning you know what i'm saying like you're not guaranteed to do that thing that you've been putting off tomorrow so like what else do you do you really need to remind you to just do the shit in this life that makes you happy and spend it with the people that make you happy because your job man they might mourn you for a little bit but within a couple weeks they're gonna have to hire somebody else 
and move on from you. That money you've been cherishing can go just as quickly, if not quicker than how it came in. You know, that material item that you bought and have been cherishing can break and be garbage, you know, quicker than the amount of time you've owned it. Like all that stuff is fleeting. Again, all that fucking matters in this life are the people that you love and that love you and that care about you, the people closest to you and how you choose to spend your time. Those are invaluable things. And we need to remind ourselves daily to cherish them the way that they deserve. I think that's the whole gist of everything that we're we're talking about. Try and be more present to the things that actually fucking matter. And that's people and time. And with that said, thank y'all so much for tuning into this episode. I appreciate everybody that's contributed to this episode. This has definitely been one of those ones that like is pretty much completely listener created when it comes to this episode uh, topic content wise. So I appreciate y'all for for being a part of that. You can always suggest ideas to me. I always try and check out the DM. So at DJ Dramos, if y'all want to be a part of that. And man, thank you. And I hope that uh, hope that this inspires you to to be a little bit more present today. Um, and actually, I challenge you to call somebody up, call your family member, your wife, whoever it is, and, and just remind them how much how much they mean to you. Uh, and also, I challenge you to to do something for yourself today. Prioritize yourself today. Carve out an hour and do something that you've been wanting to do, that you truly love, that makes you feel great. Carve out that time for yourself today. Because again, there are no fucking guarantees in this life, except for the fact that at some point, the lights are going to go out and they won't come back on. So make the most of it. And I appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning into the podcast, y'all. Incredible. Catch y'all on Thursday for our Thursday Trends episode. Until then, stay safe. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion Lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52. 36. 42. Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. 
Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. 